Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. It's 17 minutes to 5 right here on Spectrum with me, Maschaba and Ayanda, as well as Vosi on the ones and twos. And uh, like we promised, family, we actually have with us uh, Reverend Fika Mate, who is the founder and director of Mate HR Business Partners, really a business that focuses on human resource management. He also is in ministry, a lead pastor of Livingstone's Assembly, a Pentecostal Christian church based in Silverton. Good afternoon, Rev, and welcome to Spectrum. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much, Mfundisi, for taking time out just to have a quick chat with us um, regarding, you know, just how do we go about looking for employment? You know, this can be something that people can easily trivialize and think, oh, but you see an advert and you can just put in your, your application or sometimes just put through your CV. But what are the common mistakes that you have seen as an HR consultant when people are uh, job hunting? All right. Well, thank you very much. I'm a child of and good afternoon to your listeners. I'm honored to be here. I think certainly my child is that um, the person needs to put together a profile. Mm-hmm. A profile in a form of a resume and also they need to identify exactly what kind of work they are looking for in what sector, in what industry, and what kind of job do they think mm-hmm. their skills and their profile would suit. So before you can go out and search, you need to basically understand yourself and compile a profile of yourself to a CD. That will then enable to direct you what kind of job or work you should be looking for. Mm. And with so many applications, Rev, with, um, you know, the likes of Canva and many other creative design uh, applications, what are the do's and don'ts on your resume? Some people I've seen have got very bright, lovely resumes with pictures and all the rest of that kind of thing. Is that advisable or not? Well, I, I think, yeah, I've seen quite a growing trend these days. <laughs> they put photos, and they put all these interesting things on their TVs. Um, I think, naturally, I'm a quite a conservative person. I always say rather be safe mm-hmm. than to be inappropriate. So I always say, unless mm-hmm. you understand the, the organization you are applying with and their culture, yes. I think you rather keep your CV quite clean without a picture unless if they've asked for one. Mm. So, in, because certainly the important thing is that you don't these days, it's not easy to just apply for a job. Mm-hmm. You need to first see an address. Unlike in the olden days, you could just walk into an organization yes. or just write an email and then get a job. So you need first to see an address. And an address obviously would outline all the requirements for the role. So even instructions on how to apply. So in some outlets, they'll even say, we want a, a photo of you. Hmm. You know, we want this and that. So if they have not specified they want a photo, I always say it's easier uh, just stick to a simple, clean, professional CV mm-hmm. that outlines your skills. And also, even as much as we don't want to talk about it, there are still some people in our society who are quite discriminatory. Uh, for instance, um, other people who are hiring they mm. might actually have certain preconceived perceptions. Uh, for instance, if you are um, black uh, or you look in a particular way, they would prefer somebody who looks in a particular way and all those things. It basically un- 
avoid all those unnecessary preconceptions about you. I know anyway you can't completely avoid that with uh, social media. People, every time they see your CV, they'll quickly go and check you up on Absolutely. social media and then Facebook mm-hmm. and see you. But I think for purposes of being professional, unless they ask for a photo, you don't really need to put it. But if you understand the organization to be quite a young, youthful, and frank organization, especially in the creative industries, in a modeling space, definitely in those industries and sectors, you may want to put a photo because your looks actually are part of what you are selling. For instance, you are applying for a role that has to do with TV production or being in magazines or in marketing space. Mm-hmm. In that environment, it could be quite relevant. Okay. So you need to understand where you are applying to very carefully before you can do any or go to that extent. Okay, so that's that's quite straightforward. There seems to be a new sort of like hybrid model, um, Rev Mate, with a lot of uh, people looking mm-hmm. for alternatives, really looking at the economic situation that we're currently facing. A lot of people are saying, yeah, I can't really just focus on one stream of income. And then they have what they call a side hustle. Young people mm-hmm. say, I've got a side hustle, a business on the side. Would this be, you know, a, a no-no in, in an interview where you actually mentioned that this is what I'm doing as well for an additional stream of income? Um, well, it, it, it depends. If you're going for an interview, you also need to maybe do a bit of research if that is something you would want to say. But other organizations, they actually need you to, to do some declarations to say if you are already having a business, there is a hustle on the side that you're doing, while you are looking for employment, that is actually understandable. A lot of employers understand that, that you can't just be sitting and doing nothing. Um, but if you are already employed, you are basically contracted to this employer, and you can see that because of tough economic times, sometimes companies don't give you a salary increase or the salary increase is not yes. enough. So you decide that you want to do a side hustle. Firstly, you need to understand the terms and conditions of your employment contract. Mm. That is very important because that's where those terms are outlined and there's something called conflict of interest. So in other conditions, you sign a declaration of interest. So those are become part of an extra your contract of employment. Mm. So you could get into trouble if you do not declare that you've got other business engagements that are actually bringing you income. Mm. Especially if it could maybe and it has something to do with the industry that you are also seeing, for instance, yes. as an HR person, if I'm working for company A as their HR manager and I'm doing my HR business on the side, uh, maybe for extra cash, maybe on weekends or after hours, I need to be able to make those declarations so that there is no conflict of interest. And also issues like um, confidentiality, so a lot of uh, contracts of employment will have such a clause. So you need to be able to be upfront about that to say you will not preach any company confidentiality clauses in your side hustle. Mm. So if you are already employed, start your contract of employment very well uh, because it becomes important so that you don't end up jeopardizing your stable source of income because of side hustles. But these days, with the the tough economic challenges that we, we are facing, it is most likely that a lot of people are doing a side hustle and I think it's a challenge for mm. employers to start looking at how they structure these employment contracts. And I'm also saying it's a challenge for the lawmakers, the makers of labor law mm. in South Africa to really, really look at this to say how can you 
bring in more flexibility because they want to encourage entrepreneurship, they want to encourage people basically creating multiple streams of income, yeah. but as a law, create a conducive environment because <laughs> it, it, it things are contract, if mm. they can stay behind you, then what is the point of encouraging people to really be economically active to that extent? But Rev, let me let me ask this question. Um, uh, you know, and in case family, you're joining us uh, this conversation. We're having uh, a conversation with Reverend Figamate joining us uh, this afternoon from Mate HR Business Partners, uh, a human resources management and advisory uh, generalist and generalist services firm. Yo, <laughs> I really, uh, I nearly got tongue tied. Them, Fundisi, let me ask this question. You really just took the words out of my mouth. Is it a a a legal issue or is it a policy issue? The issue of limiting people uh, from being involved in any other activity which might uh, cause a conflict of interest in terms of, you know, in relation to what they are currently employed for. Is it that a legal issue or is it a policy issue? Because if it's a policy issue, there's a simple move, you know, I think we just need collective bargaining to, 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 to advocate for companies not to include that clause. Yes, no, I, I, I think as well, it, 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 to a certain extent, it is a law issue uh, because obviously uh, companies, when they develop, they cannot develop contracts that are basically less favorable than what the law provides for. So the co- companies can only generate or they can only develop contracts of employment within certain ambits of the law. So basically, if the law does not explicitly provide a protection yeah. for, 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 for employees or people in the labor market, then companies would actually have legal standing to have such clauses. But at the same time as well, uh, it's a policy issue mm. as well, because if the organization is quite more um, uh, flexible and understanding the time that you are in, they would actually begin to open more up, especially mm. when they see that there is no harm, especially if you can put systems in place like your declaration to make sure that the person does not do any secret trading mm. uh, outside, you know, and in, or any illegal activities that could basically bring your company name into different Because remember, the moment you are employed, you are actually a brand ambassador of the company. You basically, wherever you are, you are representing that company, mm. an employee of that company. Especially these days, with our a lot of social media activity. For instance, if you are working um, for 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 market HRP partners, you are working for radio pulpit. You actually put that on your LinkedIn profile. You that will be there on your Facebook. That even goes mm. to that the lock of the company. So if you are involved in any illegal businesses, that obviously could kind of. Uh, put the company name into disrepute. And I think employers have the right to protect their brand as well. So there's a lot of dynamics involved from a legal point of view, but from a policy point of view as well, there is a particular level of flexibility that employers can actually or need to start looking at, especially post-COVID. And as well, the other point I wanted to touch on, the, the, the definition of workplace and work environment has changed completely since COVID with the introduction of 100% work from home and also in other cases, hybrid kind of mm. uh, work arrangements where mm. people work from home and public from the office. It creates more room for people to move around and also for people to have other side hustles. Mm. But it just requires employers to redefine their contracts, terms and conditions and what their expectations and how they measure performance to say, no, you've delivered 
duty to measure it by activity and use matching and attendance register or they measure it based on your output. I so think there's a lot of dynamics that are being introduced with yeah. the change of Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just really, you know, Mfundisi, I, I, for me, I think whenever these conversations come up, especially employment conversations, I, I keep asking myself this question. Why is it that we are so quick, you know, uh, to advocate for changes um, that will protect the workplace when in actual fact uh, we, we don't put enough, I don't think we put exert enough pressure on industry. I don't want to talk about workplaces. I want to talk about industry. I don't think we exert enough pressure on industry to adjust to the change of culture. For example, the whole uh, uh, clause that we have that protects the organization from, from a Ayanda going and doing something that is seen as a conflict of interest, that makes sense to a Generation X. But that's not going to make sense to a Gen Z who in their makeup and in their socialization, absolutely cannot do one thing. It's not going to make sense to a Gen Z for you to tell them you are a brand ambassador for this company. Therefore, don't be seen dancing on tables. They will be dancing on tables. That is their socialization. You know what I'm saying? So I really think that there's a lot of work that needs to go in. Um, and that brings us to our, our, our final, our final um, converse, question from Fundisi. With regards to the gaps that people are probably going to have, I'm sure, as you evaluate a lot of CVs and, and, and stuff, you're seeing a lot of gaps. What do companies, uh, how do companies view somebody who's had to leave work and gotten into entrepreneurship and then decided, ah, you know what, it, this is a bit hard. I want to come back to the mainstream. How do companies view that kind of activity? Well, as you, you just touched, I, I don't want to go back and reopen your previous point, mm. but I think it's an issue of a culture shift mm. in, in, in industry. Right now, there are certain industries that are becoming to all employers mm. that are more open to knowing that people are moving more to, to, to entrepreneurship, especially because the laws in South Africa, they actually make it easy for anyone to start a business and mm. make it a business. Mm. Um, so the challenge is the lack of support for uh, upcoming businesses from a funding point of view mm. and also just generally with the issues of adding of compliance. There's a lot of compliance adding and red tape from the government in trying to regulate how we do business. But from registering and starting on business, it's actually very free. So a lot of people are actually opening businesses. But the challenge is that now other companies are still very stuck up in terms of uh, being open to know that you can spend two years trying to build a business sure. and it's not working out and you try to move back into the labor market. So, But there are employers that are quite forward in terms of thinking and they mm. are now very open to seeing that things are tough in the economy and a lot of people are beginning to look at different things of uh, maybe expanding differently in terms of their careers and it is quite becoming a norm now. Um, I have done it myself, you mm. know, um, so, and I know quite a lot of people who have done it recently in the organization I'm working with, we're interviewing someone who needs to work for the organization and uh, they left to, to start a business and mm. they applied for job and you actually consider the person without prejudicing them and without treating them any differently, we assess them, we just check the record, the reason why they left. Mm. Is it because of a disciplinary issue or they had committed uh, any misconduct? They just left on a voluntary resignation. And they completed that and interviewed. And actually, and also it's things like that that happen. So it's, um, it's normal becoming a norm, but there are still organizations that are basically required.
forward in terms of thinking. Let's, and I think it's a call for transformation in yeah, culture. Yeah. Let's really hope that organizations are going to start acknowledging that uh, we have what we call early adopters. You know, people that are going to be so bored with your lack of change in an organization, they're going to go and try and make life work, you know, and then come back when you've caught on, you know. And we need those cross-functional teams. Um, those kind of people are very important for the for the growth of the organization. But that's exactly where we're going to leave it. Mfundisi, when uh, and if we would like to get in touch with you, where do we go? Who do we call? Uh, any contact details? Where do we find you? Mm-hmm. Yes, no, thank you very much. Um, if you I would like to ask directly listeners to our website, mm-hmm. and they will have all our details. They will be basically like a smartphone. You can just go to and check out our website. All our services are there in our contact and emails and everything. It's www.com mhrpp.co.za m for mother h for hotel r for rural p for baba p for papa mm-hmm. so uh is an abbreviation for our company name and then they will get all the details there in our website and they can be able to contact us and we see where we can assist them Thank you very much. Truly appreciate your time, Fundisi. Thank you so much. And we certainly continue to wish you all the best uh, for your business. And uh, we will be in touch with you to keep these conversations going. Thank you so much, um, Fundisi, for your time. My family, we were chatting to Reverend Fikamate, uh, joining us from AMHRBP. But right now, it's time for us to cross over to Maschaba in the newsroom. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit, impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. For there is a time to search and a time to give up, a time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer request by calling 067-429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za Do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Pulpit, Radio Pulpit website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopulpit.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.